Let's Stand's Investigations, Episode 1, The End of the Pier Show. Welcome to Red Sands Episode 1 Commentary. I'm Fiona Thrale and I wrote and directed it. And this is Marley Norton, <laughs> script editor. So, oh, have we screwed up already? <laughs> what a brilliant way to start, eh? <laughs> So that music there was by Saffron, who's a friend of mine, um, who uh, I asked her to do something kind of really rough and uh, jazzy, and uh, I rather like it, I have to say. Yeah, it's lovely. And we have a delay, don't we? We do have a delay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so did you did you have in your um in your head that you wanted violin or you know was it just sort of an opportunity thing because you had this friend that you knew who could do it really well it was kind of a bit of both really yeah I, um yeah i kind of bore her in mind when i was writing it and i thought actually that'd be quite nice for her to do something so yeah yeah uh, and then went from there oh and this is uh shane harris as jim marley <laughs> He has a lovely voice, very mellow, um, and quite young. <laughs> he does. Um, I haven't actually heard him in anything else before. Um, hmm. um, where did you... Um, is, does he do other stuff with Pendant? Am I just forgetting? or does oh, he do, that's Had you worked with him before? I hadn't worked with him before, um, but uh, he auditioned, and um, yeah, I thought... He just sounded right for the part to me. <laughs> oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure, though, if he's doing some other things. Sorry, Shane. <laughs> I know he does do other, other um, audio drama stuff, but uh, I can't plug it here right now. <laughs> Sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> and here's Carla Marley. Now, who played her? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Some American chick. <laughs> Actually, there's a story with that because when you sent in your auditions, um, you sent them in a different accent. But at the end, you had a little bit where you were talking about your microphone in your voice. And it was just Carla. It was perfect. Well, a bit, yeah. Yeah, it was especially funny because I remember um, that was even back before um, it was involved in Pendant, the first... Um, when I when I first got your audition, mm. um, I think you were just planning on doing it on your own, just yeah. an independent release. That's it. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, he's a character named Marley. I totally have to audition. Um, <laughs> and then we it got involved in Pendant, and I became your script editor. But um, even then, I didn't realize, you know, the casting results hadn't come out yet, so I wasn't. I didn't realize I was editing my own line. So <laughs> you would have put more in, surely, if you'd known at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was plenty, plenty. <laughs> it was a lot, actually, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, it's okay, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, originally I didn't uh, give it to Pendant because I didn't think that they'd do such a short series, you know, so, um, which is led to uh, a couple of the cast um, who come in later, Alexa Chipman as Mrs. Philpotts and uh, Dale Diamond, who was Stevie K. Farnaby. I actually wrote those with those actors in mind originally because oh, really? I thought I was doing it myself, yeah, um, but the others uh, were open, <laughs> which is nice. 
And here's Tiffany Brayford as well as Tiffany Bishop. It is nice how you two <laughs> bounce off each other. <laughs> it's cool. Really? Wow. Minimal. How can I help you, Miss Marley? Red Sands offices are set in Brownsea View, which is a real place in Poole in Dorset. And I just thought Brownsea View has got to be one of the worst descriptions. <laughs> so it really is. It's like they're trying to depress themselves with a name like that. <laughs> Makes you wonder what on earth is in the sea. So, yeah, I had to use that. <laughs> just gone and here I come barging into your office. It was never my office. It was his. I suppose that's why I keep coming back, saying goodbye, you know. Yeah. Why don't I put the kettle on and give you a talk? There's a bathroom with amenities, you know. Well, this is thinking of Fantastic. <laughs> Ooh, paperwork. Oh, wait, paperwork. Of real cases. I know we're supposed to be saying stuff, but I'm I'm totally spacing. I'm I, I'm still just. It's really hard not to listen to the episode. It, it's been so long. We worked on it for so long. It's like mm. it's finally here. It's very exciting. Indeed. So yeah, did you find? Because it was an enormous part. This. How how did you find it? Was it? Okay. <laughs> oh, um, mostly it was just, um, I realized I had to be much more disciplined with it. Um, usually scripts I can knock off like one in an evening. And um, I remember sitting down to do this script for the first time and um, I like recorded for like three, four hours. And I was like partway through the first scene by the time I was done. It was like, oh gosh, okay. No, I, I'm recording every night <laughs> until this is done. <laughs> <laughs> and a year later, um, <laughs> and here we are. Yes, brilliant. Although I also really like this. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, please. Oh, um, just um, commenting on the on the action. Um, the the tapes. Um, excellent plot device for radio drama. <laughs> I remember reading that and thinking, you know, dictaphone? That's kind of strange. And I was like, oh, this is so she doesn't have to, like, narrate to herself while reading papers. <laughs> yeah, and we can have more stuff for Shane. <laughs> the one and only reason why Jim has dyslexia, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I suppose this is yours now, too, isn't it? Whiskey. Go ahead, sweetie. Oh, this is actually—it's funny. When I was um, when I was editing the script, I actually thought Jim was was British. Ah, right. Um, I didn't realize he was going to have an American accent until I actually heard the the final um, play. Ah, oh dear. Maybe I didn't make that clear in the script. Probably didn't. That <laughs> <laughs> he'd come over from the states, yeah, a long time ago, as half of the cast of Red Sands had um, in a bid to. Uh, to get American actors, as there are very few British actors at the moment in audio <laughs> drama. Yes. Mr. Marley? No, no, we weren't acquainted. But I was told he was the best man to help me in. Oh, and this is Alexa, isn't it? Oh, that, yeah. sorry, yes, this is Alexa Chipman, indeed, yes. Doing a wonderful uh, job. Because I, I really wanted to make this episode very simple, you know, uh, just to kind of introduce character so she's kind of the traditional weeping femme fatale kind of crazy <laughs> character I, <guess. laughs> um, I think she does a lovely job I know 
So, so when you wrote this part for her, you're like, hmm, what would be an appropriate part for Alexa? I know. What would be Patel crazy person? <laughs> um, no, no, it was the other way around. The other round. Um, but yeah, uh, she's um, fair enough. I'm teasing. <laughs> she has got a great voice. Um, but she's obviously she's also very prolific with her writing, in fact. But um, but she does act too, and it's, uh, it's nice to use her. Yeah, I hadn't really heard her her acting before. I I actually follow um, some of her shows. Um, the one you're in, who, whose name I can't ever pronounce, Maudlin. 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 Yeah, yeah. Maudlin. Okay. Right. Sorry, it's the American accent. It's hard to say British words. <laughs> it's okay. When I first came to Oxford, I, I asked for Magdalene and got laughed at horrendously, so don't worry. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't admit that, really, should I, in a commentary? No, it's not like anyone listens to these anyway. You'll be fine. This is true. <laughs> if you are listening, cheers. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for sitting through. Indeed. <laughs> I promise. We'll just observe and Wonderful. I think this okay. scene actually is the only scene where I actually use some um, music which is not source music. So I think mm -hmm. it was just it was it was going the scene was going on for quite a long while without any music and I couldn't think of an excuse to put a radio on. <laughs> so I just put it in there <laughs> anyway. Um, and it's a Dom piece, Blues Piano Sketch Three, um, which you can find at newsgrounds.com if you're interested. Ah, the car. I love the transition from the last scene because it's all like, yes, yeah, so we're going to go do detective work, and then, uh, yeah, we're going to sit here because <laughs> that's what real detective work is actually like. <laughs> Sadly, yeah, very probably. Something beginning with F A. We won't even recognize Mr. Philpott in this weather anyhow. In fact, I always quite fancied being a detective when I was younger, but realized that it probably wouldn't actually be a very suitable job. <laughs> so this yeah, you don't actually get to wear the fedoras and the trench coats anymore. Sadly, no. I, I just uh, stuck with the, that side of things, you know, just <laughs> sat there in a trench coat drinking whiskey, and that seemed to, you know, <laughs> just ditch the detective side. Ah, and to explain, yeah, a casino, the pier casino here, it's not kind of a Las Vegas casino. Casinos over here tend to be much smaller affairs, <laughs> and certainly this one is. Yeah, that's no, great delivery. Hey. I like it a lot. Thank you. And here we go. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Dale. Dale. Stevie K. Relentlessly cheerful. <laughs> oh, Stevie K. Farnaby, yeah. He has got the most brilliant accent, uh, Teesside accent. Um, he's a fantastic... Uh, Fantastic guy. <laughs> and I don't think you actually say anywhere in the script, but but the assumption here is that the that this um, that the ring is actually one he gave her. Absolutely, it is. Yes. 
Oh God, is that something else I missed out? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was fine. It was it was strongly implied, so you know it's fine. That, that, that was, I just realized yeah. as I was listening to it, it's like no, I didn't actually say it. Yeah, yeah, they were engaged. Uh, originally, this um, uh, series was going to be six parts, uh, but it cut down to four in the end. And uh, so, in fact, a lot of the Dale sequences out. In fact, Carla had a uh, a bit of a love interest at one point with a character who I won't divulge, um, and that was cut out. <laughs> oh, you tease! <laughs> tell us at the end. I'll tell you at the end. <laughs> All right. But uh, no, so sadly we lost, uh, yeah, uh, a couple of uh, bits. <laughs> Oh, and I meant to say, Tiffany's music in the car is Wabinidi, oh God, Wabinidan, Compost or A Life Away. I used one of them, I can't remember which. <laughs> and how did you find it? Do you just, are these also people you know? No, this is, um, I just trolled and trolled and trolled through many, many, many pieces of music on Newsgrounds um, mm-hmm. until I could find some... Um, which felt sort of suitable for the kind of stuff Tiff would listen to. Um, I kind of figured something a little bit melancholy and a little bit indie. It's not like before. It's a straight infidelity kiss. Nothing serious. You can walk from here if you don't. I love how they just bring Dale with them. <laughs> Look, it's Tiffany's not boyfriend. Sure, whatever. Let's just keep going. <laughs> No, I thought so. They're just blobs in the dark. And, and uh, in that sense, yeah, you did a brilliant job of script editing here because you've been, like you say, given a lot of different ideas and um, making it a lot better. Believe it or not, this is the better version. <laughs> I, th- I think you're selling yourself short a little, though. I, I actually looked back at the notes. I didn't actually edit this one very much. This one was mostly no. the way you sent it. Ah, right. Okay. Oh. A lot of it was the um, British-American kind of translation of the language. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember going back and forth a lot about those. Mm. Cotton candy and oh, seafront and how do you manage without a word of? S- it's like managing without the word share, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's always more specific. Like what kind of seafront it actually is. Right. Like, you know, is it a beach or is it a pier? Or it's a boardwalk or it's a or you just say. That was actually the thing I picked up the most from our conversations. Mm. Like. British English seems to have more specific words for things, whereas Americans tend to generalize. So, you know, you just you just talk around it. You know, I've gone for a walk by the water. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just wouldn't yeah. be a direct object. <laughs> ah, and this is Michael Hudson, Nick Flint. No, you don't get it. I'm investigating. I know we never talked about, like, you know, even though it's set in a modern setting, I always think of this as having sort of this 40s sort of feel just because of the style. Mm. And so, like, I like to imagine Carla climbing around on that garage roof, like, in these heels and skirt, like Lauren Bacall would have done. She's probably actually more sensibly dressed, though. Oh, that's the beauty of audio drama. At least you didn't have to do that. 
Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Michael Hudson again, I think, did a fantastic job as Nixon. In fact, I think all the cast did a wonderful job um, of all their characters. Yeah, Michael Hudson's another one I, I wasn't familiar with. Mm. He's done um, some audio drama with Kung Fu Action Theatre, I know, and I think with Misfits Audio, a couple of things there as well. Um, okay. I wouldn't say that. We got some photos. I jump every time someone says Marley in this show. <laughs> oh, of course. And of course, yeah, Tiffany Broford plays yeah. Tiffany as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just casting by name by that point, you know. <laughs> oh, it's easier that way. Yeah. <laughs> Almost got the part of Jim, actually, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Oh, there we go. And this is her slightly crazy part. He wanted me to beg you to investigate further, find out who this mystery woman was. You selfish. Poor Mrs. Philpott. Oh, is that the baby in the background? It is. Just locked her in a cupboard, you know. So. <laughs> It's okay. Form. Character <laughs> building. <laughs> I was joking. Um, it's okay, honest. <laughs> All right. Some take it badly, but not like that. Still, there's nothing we can do, I suppose. Hmm. Wonderful. I love this dialogue here between you two. I think it's. Um, it does actually sound like you had heard each other's lines, which I really like. I promised you this case would be a simple thing. That's the funny thing, because, yeah, it, it sounds so nice when it's mixed together like this. Um, and you do really well with the with the sound effects and stuff like that, too. It really tells the story. And it's hard to remember sometimes that, you know, nope, I've never actually met this woman. I've never spoken to Michael Hudson. Um, <laughs> Tiffany Bradford, I have, I have since met on Facebook, but, you know, at this time, I had no idea who she was. <laughs> No, I think your voices work well together, actually, you know, because uh, Carla's such a practical character and Tiff is sort of a lighter, kind of more <laughs> slightly dozy. Um, not that I'm suggesting Tiffany Broford is dozy in any sense. It was just brilliant. <laughs> nice uh, performance. <coughs> yes, yes. Lots of... Yeah. <laughs> What uh, Tiffany says about peers being offshore, that's actually yeah, true, that children can gamble on peers because uh, the laws don't apply because they're in the water, technically. So. Oh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Reject him? What, what do you mean? It's funny. There's so little music in this in this show that like the carnival, the carousel really like stands out to me. Yeah. One of the few senses of music in it. Yeah, it's that's something... It is a very, uh, I meant it <laughs> to be minimal kind of uh, music, you know, just sort of source music and so on. But, yeah, it, it kind of occurred to me in, in some scenes, they go on for quite a long time because the characters wouldn't have a radio on or, you know, so um, I hope it's not too bare. <laughs> no, I think it works fine. Well, I was thinking more, like you were saying about the 40s, 
thing, my original uh, idea for it was to be sort of more, a bit more old-time radio, kind of um, with sort of more bare um, sound effects and, and music as well. Nick taking all the credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stealing her thunder. The seagulls were very difficult to get hold of, actually. Seagull actors really? are... Oh, they're appalling. <laughs> <laughs> they're ever so OTT. Um, if you ever try finding seagull noises, there's no uh, naturalism there. So it took ages. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think they'd be all over the place. Yeah, no, no, they're just full of themselves. <laughs> You're a detective, right? Detective. How did you know she was my client? Worked it out after catching you on Philpott's roof and following you. So if I were to make a prediction, I would say that this is the love plot that you cut. <laughs> really? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I won't give any spoilers, <laughs> but yeah. it actually isn't. It was a different character. Really? Yeah. Oh Although there may still okay. be a love plot between them, obviously not giving any spoilers away for the rest of the series. But there is certainly, uh, um, yeah, something between them. Yeah. I mean, I guess just in the standard Hollywood plot, you know, the you know the the leading lady, and then you have the rival show up, and he's handsome, and you know, in charge and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, they're gonna end up together. Exactly. They probably would if it was up to him, but he's got quite a history of pretty much everyone in Red Sands anyway. So <laughs> I guess that's she's a challenge, you know. I'm one of the few good guys around here. Oh, and you mentioned chicken. Um, it's not um, a typical British uh, thing. It <laughs> I sat there one night thinking he needed some kind of thing like darling or sweetheart or something like that. And I said, it's got to be something like chicken or something like that. But I couldn't. And then I thought maybe I'll just give him chicken anyway. And it. <laughs> It's oh, okay, because like, I remember reading the script and it's like, chicken? He calls people chicken? <laughs> it's like, well, maybe it sounds fine in England. I don't know. <laughs> no, but... Everyone goes around calling him a chicken? No, oh, apparently it doesn't. Okay. Am I meant to know she's gone and hired you? But why sit outside the house of a legally married couple? She pays a lot, all right? Wouldn't feel right not to put a few hours in at least. Thing I did. She didn't jump, the railing collapsed. And I had her. We In a general... See, kind of she's a great detective, you know? <laughs> she's asking him questions, he, she's totally interrogating him here. <laughs> and he's telling her, explain the plot to me. Well, okay. <laughs> Give me exposition, now. <laughs> yeah. The lawyer didn't tell me. Well, sorry to be the one to break it to you. But Jim knew this town inside out. And he Red, oh. stuff Red Sands itself is um, is Take based on several sort of seaside towns, but probably most nice likely Broadstairs, um, although the actual layout is a bit like Brighton on the pier. Um, but the names are from the southwest, like Treskillen is a, um, is a southwestern hey, name. Well, so. I might have you here. Brought you a present. 
In case anyone ever went to British seaside beaches. <laughs> Did you just spoil? Have we heard about Triskillen yet? I believe someone's mentioned Triskillen, haven't they? Uh, that person or place yes. or whatever it, he, she, it, it is. happens to be. <laughs> <laughs> Not much of one. Who Whoops. knows what Triskillen is? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, please, don't hold back on my account. <laughs> Good. I'll put it. If she really likes it. <laughs> I hate him for that. Hmm. He doesn't think much of us either. He told me to go home. He did. And oh, yeah. and Tiff just sort of seems things. like a character that, like, yeah, you she's looking for that validation. So it's like, yes, you're a complete stranger, but you, you know, bought me a vase. <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> that's enough of a motivation to continue me in the series. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the holes are getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> but no. Oh, it's not a hole. No, no, absolutely no. <laughs> She looks up to Carla very much, I think, dies, and needs someone. She needs someone at the time. Yeah, she just doesn't have a, the same, Nick Flint. you know, like spine, the same, you know, fire that Carla does. No, not at all. She needs a leader of some sort. As I knew from some of our more physical negotiations. But he was oh, back to Jim. Back to Jim. started sniffing around my old hornet's nest of a case, I liked these monologues at the beginning and the end. I thought it framed the, the story very nicely. Cheers. I wasn't sure about them at all at first because, um, you know, the narrator being kind of a bit of an old-fashioned thing. I didn't want to make it a narrator-narrator, if you know what I mean. But um, mm -hmm. hopefully it works. <laughs> oh, dear. I was feeling terribly rough while I was doing these credits, and I think it... <laughs> kind of comes through I notice this on all the credits so sorry about that Alexa Chipman as Mrs. oh no problems and Shane Harris as but. Jim written and directed by Fiona Swale and that's episode one it is indeed hope you enjoyed it I hope you enjoyed the commentary uh, thank you very much for, for doing it with me Marley that's brilliant yes thanks for asking me I was very flattered to be asked pendant production more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. What do you think? Do you think that's kind of an ending to it? <laughs> I, I guess it is. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pretty do sure people just kind of stop. <laughs> 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 yes, you can tell we're very experienced commentators here. Yes. Oh. Good night. <laughs>